Hello, everybody. Welcome into the Make Comics Podcast, the show where we forget how we start the show and talk about making comics. I'm Joey Grow. I'm joined by Andy Schmidt of Comics Experience to talk about making comics. Whenever you're listening to this, it's not 2021. It's the new year, 2022. And we were going to talk about New New Year's resolutions specifically for comics. And as we've been talking ahead of time, maybe some other things will seep in that have uh, altered our thinking of how... (laughs) how our year is going or going to go. Uh, Andy, you are freshly back from vacation. You are home. You are back at it. Yeah. Yeah. So it was (laughs) vacation going on vacation when you own a couple of your own businesses um, is a lot like not going on vacation. Sure. But at least the scenery is different. Yep. yep. Um, No, actually it was great. Um, So my wife and I both uh, work on our, on our small businesses and, um, And so we both had, you know, work every day, I think. I don't think there was a day where we were able to completely check out, like even Mm. one single day. But not even on Christmas Day. But, uh, you know, that's that's kind of that's part of the it's part of the gig. Um, And uh, it it beats working for a giant, horrible corporation. Take that, the man. So so there you go. yeah, I uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not built to work uh, to work at a corporation because I always find out what they do that I vehemently disagree with, and <laughs> that causes me problems, and then I um, then I wind up leaving because I don't agree with their policies. So um, so I make my own policies that I do agree with, and I feel pretty good about that. But uh, but the vacation was awesome. We actually really got away. This was our first real vacation during COVID times. And, That's excellent. Uh, we were able to travel with my wife's parents, um, and you know we hadn't really seen them a whole lot. We have seen them. We have seen them a whole lot. So that was that was nice too. So good. Uh, and I did get to recharge my battery some. I got to read a bunch of comics. That was nice. Oh, um, that is great. Yeah, because I don't really like. I don't get to read comics for pleasure a whole lot even comics i that i read that i enjoy it it's usually somehow work related like it's a creator that we're talking to about publishing or it's a you know it's you know a creator we want to talk to about publishing or it's you know somebody i'm looking at to maybe do a seminar at comics experience or you know whatever and so while i tend to like a lot of the stuff that i'm reading i it's still like it's it has that work feel to it and this this some of this still had work feel to it but some of it didn't and it was nice sure it becomes business Um, in a way are you reading digitally is this on a tablet uh yeah i read comics almost almost exclusively digitally now and that's just um that's just a pragmatic thing that happened um there is not a comic shop near where i live um uh, so I can't get to a comic shop with any kind of regularity anymore to, to go to a brick and mortar store. Um, <coughs> sure. And then, and then also too, just like, you know, if I'm traveling, you know, on flights and stuff, it's just easier to load stuff on a, you know, on a, on a tablet and carry one tablet instead of a, you know, 12 pounds of books everywhere. So it's just really become a pragmatic thing. But, you know, when I, I, the place, the place where I buy books, I, I basically, I get physical books primarily from two sources. One is from Kickstarters that I back. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second is from, uh, from going to shows and I, I buy things directly from the creator because mm-hmm. they make money if you buy directly from them. Sure. And, um, 
same thing with the publishers too. So, so I, I tend to come back from shows with a, a stack of things to read and, and I really do enjoy reading the physical books. I still enjoy reading physical books more than digital, but I become very comfortable with, with digital. Now. Sure. I, I got a new iPad, which, uh, replaced my iPad two. I think it was iPad two. It was first or second generation. And that has uh, a lot more capacity. So I read a ton of comics o- over a break as well. And it was wonderful. It was great to catch up. And I get PDFs like you from Kickstarters or purchasing and uh, subscribe to a couple of different services. And, you know, we'll go in for a sale on something like a Comixology and, and grab a bunch of trades or whatever that I haven't read. And it's great. Uh, which is yeah. which is not what we're talking about resolution wise, you know. We no. we we had a but lot of a lot of personal chat ahead of this recording that I think has influenced you know uh, what each of us are are looking to do. You know, big picture though, I, I think that's kind of the same way for everybody. If you sit and reflect about what's going on, it's like, well, yeah, it's obviously about my comics life. Like, what am I doing in this interest? What am I doing making comics? But also, how is your how is your personal life how is your home life how is your business life you know what's right. going on what what has cropped up what is gonna crop up that well and that's what the new year does goals. really well right i mean right. the new year the new year tends to be a time when we all kind of we, we, to whatever degree that we do this right we take stock of things sure. uh, you know one of the things that i talked about this a little bit on twitter you know i've been i've had a hamstring injury for a long time and and that's i have used i i didn't i didn't consciously do this right but i realized in December, I realized like, oh, you know what? You've been using this hamstring injury to not work out at all. Like just because you have a, a significant injury, like sure. doesn't mean you can do nothing. Like it doesn't mean you can't get your heart rate up. So, uh, so, you know, I've just been kind of using it as an excuse. I put on a, on a bunch of weights, the heaviest I've weighed since probably 2003, 2000, 2001, maybe. Um, and uh it's that's not good and 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 you know and, and I, we've talked about this on this show before because we always we always wind up going into this in the new year's resolution how important exercise is to creativity and you know i realize that it's been sort of the slow thing but like but like it's not just creativity that it that it impacts but you know i've been feeling like more like heartburn and like less energy and like all this stuff and like you know like the fact that like going going for a hike when we were on vacation was not like it was a mild hike right it was not it was like a medium hike mm-hmm. it was not you know it wasn't straight up a cliff or anything and like i go on this hike and i'm like their boys run like i'm really kind of lagging like I, I feel like i'm really having to push myself to to keep up with my wife and kids and my my wife and kids are in excellent physical shape um <clears throat> they are you know, my, both my kids play soccer competitively and work out when they don't have practices and they're running constantly. I mean, they're in very good shape. And, and my wife does CrossFit and she's, I mean, she could kick my butt any day of the <laughs> week. Um, but like, and then, and then, and then while they're like in really good shape, like I'm like falling behind and, you know, as a, as a husband or a parent or whatever, like that's, it doesn't, it's good. Um, it's not good. I mean, and so you wind up just, yeah, I just kind of wound up going like in the other excuse I was using that we launched a publishing program, which don't get me wrong, 
takes up a lot of work. I am working more hours now than I have since I, since I worked at, uh, at Marvel when I started in comics and oh, wow. threw myself into, into where I was working sometimes 70 hour work weeks at Marvel. Um, and I'm, I'm doing that now. And of course I use that as an excuse not to, not to take care of myself. Right? Well, I appreciate thing, annihilation and I appreciate the crew. <laughs> well, th- I knew you appreciated the crew. I wasn't so sure about <laughs> annihilation. So you know, I appreciate I, hearing ha, that, but ha, have I ever told you I just picked that up because it was getting such great reviews and I was like, this is a thing I don't have to have a, a bunch of other continuity for. And there were a couple of those titles I loved. The crew was? No, no. The, or, uh, or annihilation. Annihilation. Oh, no, I didn't. I, I didn't know why you picked it up, but yeah, yeah, yeah it, it was, was it was fun. Great buzz, and I didn't need a backstory. I derailed you. Go ahead. That's not yeah. one of my New Year's resolutions. Well, the the other thing, so so that's like looking at looking back at like the the taking stock and what do I want to change for the new year, and looking at sort of the things that are that are you know kind of negative, like oh I let myself go a little bit. I did that, you know, I did this, but it's also wise to look at what you feel like you did you did a good job of, so so you don't lose that, right. Right. Cause that's, that's equally possible. So that next year I go, Oh, all the things I did pretty good at in 2021, I did crappy at it 2022. So the other thing I kind of could took stock at was, uh, I tend to be fairly stressed out um, <laughs> when it comes to things like our financial situation. Sure. I tend to be pretty stressed out when it comes to like work stuff. And like, you know, we I have employees now, which is like a whole other thing because now people depend on me generating more work so that they are making a living. And if the work, you know, so, so that is all very, um, it's very stressful for me. I mean, like I take that stuff really seriously, especially, you know, like people, there are people that depend on me to make a living. Sure. Like that's, that's a pretty heavy responsibility. Um, and I come to really, you know, I, I don't always know people super well when I, when I, when I hire them, but, but you know, after you work with somebody for a while, like you really come to care for them. Like, so, um, it's a pretty big, it's a, it's a pretty big thing. And so one of the things that I was happy about that I, that I managed to do, I think a pretty good job of in 2021, even though I have more people working with me than ever before. Um, I managed to kind of keep that stress in check. Like I sort of managed to sort of like start to trust the process more. Yeah. And, and yeah, there are going to be lulls and yes, we need to address that and we need to get things up or whatever, but you know, that I trust in the process. So that's been better. I think my, my, uh, my stress level has been, has been all right. And I managed to just draw a very clear boundary about what's, what's my family time and, and what's time I'm going to work for. So, right. you know, um, uh, every night I spend with I spend time with my family. If I need to do more work, I do. Uh, it's like it's like a split shift, right? I do like a full work day, then I'm with my family, and then when my kids go to bed or whatever, then I may go back to work for another couple hours um, if I need to. But I, I think I've done a really good job of not losing sight of that. And that was actually something I learned during COVID with the with the pandemic. My kids were at home for like a year doing school at home and. And, um, certainly if I could take the pandemic away and make it that so that it never happened, I would wave my hand and that would be, that would be great for right. the world, but, uh, I can't do that. And so I do kind of look at, but I look at that, the fact that I'd spent so much time with my kids, um, um, and I feel, I feel fortunate or grateful for that amount of time that, 
that like my parents didn't have with me because I was going to school. Right. But um, so, yeah, so there's some stuff like that. And then, you know, I look at 2021 and go, hey, I launched a publishing company and I'm working with some really great people on it, um, on staff um, and on and creators. And 2022 is looking like we've got a lot of really great projects that I'm really excited about. There's a lot of great stuff to look forward to. Um, but, uh, but, uh, yeah, the, the whole, the whole idea of resolutions, I think is a good one, but I kind of feel like you should do them with an air of reality. Like if, yeah. if there are certain things I don't want to let go of, like my time with my kids and, you know, they, they, all those sorts of things, then the, then I only have so much time in the day to add to other things. And for me, one of the big things is like getting my health back, which means, about an hour to an hour and a half at least five days a week that I'm not currently spending. I need to spend on that. So one of the things to do is, is, you know, that I've found super helpful is go, okay, if I'm going to, if I need to build whatever that is, eight hours, let's say into my week to do this, then eight hours of me doing something else is going to need to not happen. Right. <laughs> right. It's simple, sort of simple math. Sure. Right. Um, and so, you know, the first thing I do is I look for the stuff that like I do that I don't really like enjoy doing or like, it's just like, you know, cause, cause we all have those things, right? Like yeah. I don't, you know, the old, the old joke from like 15 years ago was like, I don't need to watch one more episode of Grey's Anatomy or private practice in my life. Like that never needs to be a thing that happens ever again. Um, Shots you know, fired Grey's Anatomy. Take that, McDreamy. <laughs> yeah. So, so, uh, it's not, you know, I didn't hate those shows. Like, sure. I just didn't care. Like, so why, why am I spending time watching th- them? There were other ways you could entertain yourself if you needed to take that break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and like, and, and actually like franchise fan guys, my other, my other, podcast where we talk about film franchises and dissect them and all that sort of stuff like that came about because I wanted to kind of rediscover my love of some of these things. Right. And, and like, I wanted to build in time to do that. And I was like, Oh, but it would be really fun if we, if, you know, Skid and Tom and I did this thing, like that was really fun. It was a good way to spend time with a couple of friends mm-hmm. during COVID where you couldn't do it physically. Um, and it was a, it was a good way to get kind of back into, you know, watching these things with 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 a little bit more of an eye of like dissecting them, which I which I enjoy. I don't always want to do that. I saw Spider Man Far From Home and and kind of checked my brain at the door when I went in, and that's fun too. Um, do a whole podcast on Far do, From Home. Does Spider Man get home? I haven't seen it. No, I don't. I I don't want to know. I don't. I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> Please don't spoil it for me or anyone else who hasn't seen it. Okay, well, done. <laughs> done not spoiling but anyway so just in terms of sort of like you know strategically like how do you go about doing new year's resolutions because uh if you don't if you don't really sort of take like a like an analytical approach to them that i think that's when i mean that's when they don't happen they don't work right a lot of us tend to go oh this year i'm going to do x y and z you don't make a plan to do them you just kind of decide like right and then then you don't you don't have the plan but I think so they don't happen. I think analytical is a, a good word to use because it all seems to revolve around planning, specificity, and being choosy. And 
from my life experience, you don't, my, my routines need to be built and stuck to right. by, by building them, whether that's a work routine, a home routine, a working out, uh, you know, diet, it, it has to be built. Um, if you don't, but do you were it. talking about how like you completely overhauled your diet recently. And I mean, you were talking about like how you're writing everything down and you were cutting out like, yeah, like I, that was a, that was a plan. Yeah. So. I, I have not been posting about it to social media. Uh, for the last, I'm sorry I brought it up. <laughs> for the last couple of months, I've had uh, what I've been calling undiagnosed digestive health issue. And to start to try to ferret out what the problems could be, I have uh, I threw out everything and started from the, the very basic, like, does this make me sick? And I found the things that don't make me sick. And, and I'm still learning what makes me sick. And it, big picture, uh, I had what everyone... Uh, wants to hear about a colonoscopy. And that is a, a great diagnostic tool that might lead to to knowing what the, the problem is because I had great uh, lab results and the colonoscopy was all clear, which was, you know, big, big issues were kind of low on the, hey, it might be this, but we should check you out. But it was a relief, you know, to have that, uh, which did bring a lot of stress uh, for the last last couple of months. Uh, I also made a point of stating to you that I would not have thrown out my diet had I not had this, you know, sudden physical health change. And it's really hard, I think, to make a lot of changes in your life when you don't have that, (laughs) when you don't have like an impending reason, like, hey, if you're going to take this vacation, you got to save up this much money. Okay, great. You know, you can plan for it to have a target, Uh, which does translate to comics of, Hey, what are your comics plans? Ah, oh, I really want to write Batman. Okay, how are you going to get there? Or I want to do a self-published comic. Great. You know, how? what are those steps to get the self-publishing? Are you going to put it on the web? Are you going to look for a collaborator? If you're a writer, are you going to hire, you know, folks to do uh, art and coloring and lettering? If you're an artist, would it be good to work with an editor or a colorist or a writer or a letterer? If you're a letterer, how are you getting, you know, more lettering work? Is there, you know, a community you could join, like a comics experience or, you know, take a class or... Or find a mentor or, you know, read a book by Brian Bendis or read a book by Andy Schmidt or, you know, Fred Van Lente. You know, what are those concrete, solidy things you can do? And I've always been a victim of, yeah, but I really want to do X and knowing people and how to get there. And then, you know, you, you might not make it there because life, because you you don't have that multi-step plan. And what writing everything down every day showed me was... Hmm. I have to really think about it because I didn't write down five hours ago what I ate because uh, I'm not used to carrying a notepad with me to go. Here's how many calories you ate an apple. An apple equals here's a banana. It equals and and so on and so forth. Right. And it it really yeah. has emphasized the if you're going to do because I'm also <laughs> we didn't talk about this. Uh, I talked to multiple folks in the creative services industry about completely rebranding my business and coming at it from a different standpoint. You know, the pros and cons of throwing everything out, starting over, you know, throwing everything out being relative, name change and a uh, branding change uh, with a different focus. But that's also significant. And I've really tried to be diligent about this breakout of, does this make sense? You've had your own business for about 20 years. Why? You know, <laughs> what are you? Right. is this the right move to make? And obviously... Well, I yeah, mean, I find that super interesting because I own my own businesses and, 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 um, and my wife and I were kind of talking about this. It's like, you know, why do I do the, why do I run the businesses that I run? And 
I hadn't really like sat down and thought about that in quite a long time. And certainly not, you know, certainly not since we published, started the publishing business sure. this year. So like I kind of sat down and was like, so what, so what are these about? Or what are, are you know, in comics experiences case, which started, I started that in 2007. Like what did, what is what is this about today? Right. Like, is right. it different or is right. it the same? Yeah. Right. Totally. And so, yeah, I, but I agree with you, especially about like your approach to the, you know, the process and the analytical, like we're talking about the, the new year's resolutions that I find most difficult because I understand the approach you're, you were just talking about, right. I understand how to go, okay, every week or every day or whatever, however you, you parse it out. I understand how to, how to program something in, how to build a, build a habit, how to build, how to build those things in and, and how to figure out, you know, by tracking my, my weeks, I can figure out, oh, I can cut these things out and I won't miss them. Right. Like, um, one of the things that, 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 that taught me that actually was when, um, uh, my wife was pregnant with our first child and I, like, I was, I was, um, having a, a little anxiety, I think about becoming a dad and like, Oh, I'll mm-hmm. never see my friends again. I'll never <laughs> have any fun again. Like, like, uh, you know, a little bit of that type of stuff, not a ton, but some, and I remember talking to my older brother who, um, who had, uh, who had just had his second child had, had just been born. Um, and so, but he, but he had a, had one before that too. So he'd mm-hmm. now been, been through this process twice. And, and I remember like kind of talked to him and I'm like, I feel like a jerk, right? Like I'm, I'm very happy that I'm going to become a dad, but like, like I feel like this jerk and I feel like selfish and like, you know, I kind of felt weird like talking to my wife about it. Cause I felt like maybe she was going to feel like that was a slap in the face or something. Mm-hmm. And so like, I was just, I, you know, I was feeling him out about it. And, um, and, uh, you know, what he said is, well, no, no, no. It's not that you won't see your friends and it's not that you won't watch any television ever again, or you will never go see a movie in the theater, which was something I did regularly mm-hmm. and children, um, you know, or whatever. Right. He was, he said, what you'll do is you'll, your priorities shift. And so you won't see as many, but you're going to choose the ones that you really want to see. Mm-hmm. And yep. you won't watch 10 shows a week. You'll watch three maybe or five, like sure. what, you know, but, but you just, you just get more choosy, right? Right. It, you just get more selective about the things. It's like, they don't go away unless you decide they go away. It, it's also the shock of what did I do with all my time before this? Right. I mean, I don't know. When I, when I was in college, I felt very, very busy. Right. I look at Andy, college Andy, and I'm like, <laughs> what were you doing? You went to class for like three hours a day. Right. And then, <laughs> and then, yes, there was, there was a lot of reading at the, at the school I went to and there was a lot of writing of papers and things like that. But basically like by noon, by the time I hit the dining hall, like, you know, it was like the, di- I, it's like you go to the dining hall for lunch and then you headed to the pub. Like, and now, and then you start working in the workforce and you're like, wait, I don't get to go to the pub at 1230 in the afternoon. <laughs> I have to wait till 530 or 630. That's crazy. Um, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, there are different, definitely different stages in life. You're like, well, what the heck was I doing? <laughs> <laughs> but the, but the point I was getting at is that the, the new year's resolutions that I find harder for me at least to, to fulfill or achieve or whatever the right word there is, are the ones that are like, do this thing. Right. Like if it's something that I incorporate on a daily, weekly, whatever basis, I can do that. If it's like 
do this big thing, like make a movie, right? Like, you know, or, or write a screenplay or whatever it is. It's something that's something fine. It has a beginning and an end. It's not an ongoing process. I find those more difficult to carve out the time for. Sure. But what I have learned, it's still more difficult for me, but what I have learned is you still kind of do it the same way because you, you still have to carve out time in a day or in the week or however you wind up doing it. Um, but what I tend to do is is go, Oh, I'll do that on the weekend. And then I work so much, especially right now, I work so much Monday through Friday that on the weekend, I don't want to touch anything, even if it's right. different. No, hundred percent. I don't want to touch it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I didn't used to be that way. And that's the thing is like, like 25, 28 year old Andy would absolutely have worked on the weekend and been fine with it. But you know, Andy with two kids that both do fun stuff I want to go to because I enjoy it and I like them. Like, yeah, that it's it's not going to happen. And, right. and you often kind of convince yourself of those well, things. Well, like but you said, priorities change. Yeah. And and something that I didn't mention, um, talking about the last couple of months, big picture of my life, you know, it was a discomfort. You know, it wasn't pain. I know a lot of folks have uh, chronic pain or, or other issues that they deal with. So I, I don't want to gloss over it. And, you know, uh, I was awake a lot. What well, was me? It, you know, I think all life is such a matter of perspective and where you are in your life. And I always tried to have gratitude for my health and understand, you know, where my health was. But the reflection of it, too, you know, makes me it, it really it's it's so funny to talk about planning things out and writing things down because it has really kicked me into high gear going, well, right now I know I can't have gluten and I can't have lactose. You know, I can't have really fibrous vegetables. Okay. I can have a lot of other stuff still. <laughs> like it's not, <laughs> again, in the grand scheme of life, I can still eat a lot. Maybe I can't just go out and get a pizza, but okay. You know, if that's the hit I'm going to take right now, fine. That's where we are. And I, I think it really helps coalesce in, in my head anyway. You know, what are the priorities? What are the priorities for business, for personal, uh, you know, comics? Does that fall into personal and business? What, what you know, what is that? But it, it falls into, well, here's what you're setting up for. You know, are you going to keep going on this path? I think so. You know, well, how can we get there in a way that we feel like at the end of next year, you're not going to be, you know, awake at 3 a.m. going, man, I wish I'd finished that comic by now. Or is that the priority that you'd wish you'd finish that comic by now? Or is it you, know, you want to get to that comic series or, you you know, what what is the thing? And it's it, it it's funny how life events always do that kind of reshuffling. And like you said, the new year is a great time to take stock um, and just make those steps and prioritize. Uh, one other thing that I do a bad job of a lot of times is the physical, uh, the analog or digital tracking of that plan. Uh, I'm still very notebook oriented as much as I have a digital life. I like to write things out. So now I'm starting to resort to, you know, colonoscopy prep. I'm going to put that on the refrigerator. Why? Because it has a magnet. You know, it's as simple and as dumb as that for my brain to go, I can put this right here at the fridge where I'll see it every day, where I'll have to understand what I need to eat for the next five days, because that's how my brain works. Because I can get distracted by talking about the crew or thinking about, you know, the next season of Cobra Kai. 
but having it <laughs> okay. where I could Those see. Those things are not distractions. Let's, let's <laughs> not get ourselves. I, I watch, I saved Cobra Kai season four. I watch Cobra Kai season four. Whenever you're ready to, to have me on to uh, franchise fan guys and talk about Cobra Kai, <laughs> being able to thread this weird needle of tones uh, with nostalgia, with melodrama. Right, we did, we did get distracted with Cobra action, Kai. I, I stand corrected. With self-awareness. I am there. I'm just, I'm pitching it now. I think we can cover it in a season by season. (laughs) But no, it, you know, it, it sounds again, saying it out loud to to me, it's like, yeah, of course, put stuff where you can see it, but I am great at putting something in a file going, I'm going to go back to that later or having that, you know, notepad set up, uh, the notes taking on, on uh, my laptop and not going back to it. So figuring out the thing that works for you, as far as that, building those habituation steps is, is very key for me. And maybe that's key for other folks too. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Um, there were kind of two points. I know we're going a little long on this episode, which is, which is fine for me, but I don't know that people want to listen to the two of us blather that long, but, um, the, there were two, two points I wanted to make about the new year's resolution specifically about comics. So I feel like we've been talking about them sort of in general and kind of how to plan them. And I think that's super helpful because I, I don't think that gets talked about enough. Um, but there are two, two points related to comics specifically that I wanted, that I wanted to make, which is don't make your new year's resolution. Well, consider being realistic. We'll put it that way about making your new year's resolution that's comics related. It was something smaller and more achievable, right? Maybe it's, maybe it's 30 minutes a day, or maybe it's three, you know, an hour, three times a week Mm -hmm. that you're working on it or what, or, or whatever. Or, you know, if you're more doing the project stuff, like we talked about where it has a finite beginning, middle and end do short story, right? Like make that your thing and then figure out how to work it, work it in the way we've been discussing about where you're going to build that into your schedule. Do something shorter. Like don't make, don't necessarily, you know, especially if you're newer to this, like don't make it some giant magnus opus thing that you're going to try to accomplish in this year. Cause a it's probably going to take you longer than a year to do the whole thing anyway. Um, but also too, like with that, like, it could be shorter and maybe you're done in three months with a, with a short story, with right. an eight page story. Right, right. Right. But there's no reason other than it's called new year's resolution. There's no reason you can't do first quarter resolution, <laughs> second quarter resolution, you know, April resolution. Like, like it doesn't have to be something you only do once a year. And that's, and, and I have found that as I have gotten older and as things change more quickly in my life, um, which you know, it tends to happen, especially if you if you've got kids, because your your kids are changing constantly and they're doing different things, right? And like you just like they're in this new activity that they weren't in three months ago, and now I got to figure out how to roll that into my life. But like, right? I feel like I'm constantly doing this, and that'll probably slow down at some point. But um, but yeah, there's no reason that that you only do this once a year. So like. We don't need to. I think we need to stop thinking of them as New Year's resolutions and think of them as, you know, how often do I need to analyze my life? Or anytime I've got a new project, I have to figure out how to fold it in. I'm currently, yeah, as I said, I'm like super busy right now, but I'm currently talking with, you know, a video game company about taking on a fairly significant video game project. And I got to be really realistic about that. I don't have a lot of hours to add to my day. Sure. And I got to, and I got to figure out like if this is something I got to add to my day chances are because these projects tend to be fairly big i probably have to hire someone else to take over doing something i'm currently doing Mm -hmm. in order to do this so obviously that would have to make financial sense for whatever to do that but right 
But that also would then mean, okay, I got to train somebody. <laughs> right. And so, um, so, you know, those sorts of things are, 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 you know, like, you know, especially if you're, you know, any freelancer listening to this knows like, yeah, I got to do this every day. Like I do this daily, <laughs> yep, yep. but it's a, but it's a very real thing. If you want to do project based then just make sure that you're doing this more than once a year. Sure. Um, and, it can, and I think it can be done. For sure. And you have one more point that I missed that. Oh no, no. Yeah. The, the other point was do, do things that are, you know, more realistic. Gotcha. Gotcha. Like, don't do that magnum opus. Like right, do, right. do a short story. Your next one could be larger, you know, or do a couple of short stories like, or, you know, or go like, I want to do a short story in three months and I go, I want to do short four short stories in a year. Right. And kind of bulk them together or something like that. Um, you know, so I think those, th- those are it. You make the goals realistic, but then also make sure that, that you don't just do this once a year. Like we live in a world that moves too fast to, to do this only once a year. That's, that's a good way to think about it. You know, the, you got to eat that elephant a couple times a year instead of just the one time. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you have a question for the show, email info at comicsexperience.com. You can tweet at comic experience. Uh, anything coming up that you can talk about? I know you've had a number of books come out through CX publishing. Uh, I know there's more on deck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When, when this is hitting like past the last mountain, uh, number one, the orders are wrapping up, um, through, so we, we got all of our diamond orders in Great. for that, but, uh, retailers can still order it right now, at least through, uh, through lunar nice. for distribution. That's our, it's one of our first titles being distributed through lunar as well. Um, uh, so that's super cool. Um, I understand from Twitter that the uh, numbers were pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, no, they were great. They were really great. And the, and the book is phenomenal. You know, it's, every once in a while you've got a book where you're like, I'm not sure this is going to find its audience. We did it. We did a book in 2015 when we had our partnership with IDW called Drones, which I 100% stand by Drones. Sure. I think it's a really funny, bizarre, weird book, but it is satire. Right. It is satire for adults and it's like kind of, kind of political. Sure. sure. And, <clears throat> and, you know, I remember saying to IDW, like, I know this sold well as a comic, but when you go do the trade, like don't, don't print more than you have to on this because Mm -hmm. it's satire. And there's a whole lot of people just don't get satire. Sure. Um, you know, and so, but then the orders like came in really big on the, um, on the trade paper, not like huge orders, but they came in bigger than I kind of thought was probably wise on the, on the trade paperback. And they, they printed the way that they did. But when you have a book like that, where you're like, this definitely has an audience and it definitely did. And that audience was able to support it. But like, I'm not sure that it's got a huge audience because a lot of people just don't get the thing that it's doing. Like, right. and then when orders come in big on that, then I get really nervous. Hmm. Past the last mountain is not that it's got a really universal sure. kind of story. It pulls on your heartstrings. It's beautifully illustrated. It's a, uh, a kind of, by, uh, by Louis and Gannon. It, um, it is definitely the, one of those, um, I hesitate to compare it to like an animated film, but it, it feels so, so fluid and it feels like one of those great kind of general audiences or PG things that is literally like one of those like age six to 60 or, you know, one to 100. Yeah. Can, can yeah it, it's, it's got some of those like intense moments that like, that like kind of, even though Pixar has been doing this now for two decades, like or longer, maybe, um, like it's got some of those like intense moments or like they really like gut punch you moments that, sure. that, uh, uh, 
that that you know resonate with adults and sometimes goes over kids' heads. Like I remember seeing like Toy Story and like the the, the kids just like not giving like how <laughs> terribly um, Buzz Lightyear felt of, you know when he realizes like he's not who he thinks he is <laughs> that, he just, that he's like just a toy and right. he's not actually a space explorer. Like like that was a that that hit me like pretty hard when I was in high school of like, Oh man, that sucks. But like, you know, the kids next to me are like, why is he sad? You know, like, <laughs> but they enjoy, you know, all the other things about it. And uh, yeah, and that's last month. It's like that. So the orders came in big. We, 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 and we, we, it's our biggest, it's our biggest order books. It's our biggest print run. Um, and it does come with a little bit scary, but it's, it's really exciting. Like it's exciting because I, I think that's coming from a genuine thing. And some of our outreach to, um, to retailers and to, and to fans seems, seems to have worked. And I think that, you know, as a publishing company goes, you know, our reputation is, is growing fairly, fairly quickly. Like it's usually, it's usually like five to 10 years before a comics publisher, like has to be around like five to 10 years before, <laughs> before like really like the industry starts to take them seriously and be like, Oh, you didn't go away. Right. Okay. And I feel like that may be happening uh, more quickly for us. I hope so. And I Great. hope that people listening to this want to support it. Great. You know, all, all our books right now are creator owned and they control the rights and it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's a good thing to support, I think. So, yeah, so that's super cool. And we've got, um, we've got, uh, um, uh, we've got a couple one shots that are coming out. Charlie spot is coming out now, which is kind of about a mental health thing, but it's really good. It's a really sure. clever, fun story. Um, and, uh, and, um, mother Russia is a one shot, a zombie story, uh, one shot set in the Soviet union, like during world war two. That's another great series. And it's really good. It's really good. And it's, and it's just a one shot. So it's super easy to pick up and you get the whole story. Um, that should be, that should be on sale pretty soon. I should have these dates like memorized, but <laughs> with the shipping industry, the way it is, who things knows? change. Like, things change. Things change often. So yeah, it's hard to keep track at this point. Um, but that's one of the things that's been really nice is that um, the distributors that we work with and the retailers and honestly the fans too have been, generally speaking, and like like really generally like like by a wide margin, like ninety eight percent have been super cool and super understanding. And I know it's not just us. I mean, I'm sure that's why they're cool about it now because it's been happening so long. But like when Marvel and DC are putting out statements of like we are having shipping delays please bear with us they you know everybody's been really chill about that kind of stuff and it's just it's affecting it's affecting everybody there's nobody that's figured out a way around it because there isn't one the entire shipping industry is what it is you know and then on top of that the printing industry right now is having paper shortages and that sort of thing and um you know so it's just it's kind of messy but we're getting it done and the content is getting out and people do seem to be responding really favorably to it stud in the blood blade did great it sold out um howling snow sold out space core number one sold out nice you know so yeah i mean it's it's all good it's all going really well like like um i'm, I'm just like i said you know I, I sweat these things right i'm really nervous and so like i'm just waiting for the bottom to drop out but <laughs> so well, far so good go on so, social yeah. media and ask andy questions about publishing too that's another another fun thing you could do yeah, and you can. I I, uh, I think I mentioned this on here once before, but I fairly recently started a new Twitter account just mm-hmm. to kind of because I've been talking with people so much about like social media and like what they're fans. I was like, you know what? I got on Twitter pretty early, and I've got over eight thousand followers on the Comic Experience Twitter. 
like what is it really like mm-hmm. now to do it so um so by all means uh go follow me um at 39a andy um so it's just three nine and then two a's is a a n d y so it's 39a andy um on twitter like follow me follow me there i talk about publishing stuff i, I talk about podcasts i talk about movies i talk about whatever like i don't tweet all that all day long but i definitely talk about those things and hit me up with questions and you know ask what's going on in publishing or whatever we'll uh we'll do it but i'm yeah i'm curious to see how long it takes to build that to build that up right now i've got a few hundred followers on there but i i think i think i can get beyond that pretty quickly excellent we'll go check andy out on twitter and Thanks for listening. I hope your 2022 is off to a great start. And as always, we hope that you have a great time making comics. (laughs) 